Hi, thanks for listening to your greatest work podcast. I'm your host, Manya Horner, and today's episode is a slightly different focus than we normally have. I'm bringing you a very practical audio from a live stream that I just did. This is part of a mini series helping you prepare for a brand new course or a brand new learning offer. I'm taking you behind the scenes into how I think about preparing for a course. We're talking about launches, we're talking about thought leadership, sales, validating your offer, the difference between learners and buyers, and much more. I hope you enjoy this episode. Please share it. And if you don't mind going and leaving me a review, that would be really helpful as we are growing our audience. Oh, and before I forget, the video version of these are on my YouTube channel. And if you'd like to download the workbook that comes with each of these episodes, please go to www.boostld.com forward slash livestream underscore worksheet. You'll also find this link in the show notes. Okay, great. Tuck in because we've got a short episode here with really practical tips that you will want to consider if you are thinking about doing a course launch yourself. So today we're going to be talking about the course buyer versus the learner and why should we know the difference? What's the difference? Why should we care? And in what situation should we care about this? It's very important to catch up if you have not done so. This is the fourth one. In the last three weeks, I've shared my approach at the start of a new project to set the thing up for success. I talked about how to validate an idea that you have even before you dive into creating it. And what should you consider if you want to pre-sell your course or your offer even before you make it? And this week's, which is all about clarifying the learner versus the buyer, it's going to impact you depending uh, a little differently depending on your business model. If you are a B to C this is going to be less important. But if you are a B2B course creator or learning designer, so for example, if you sell your content to a corporate client, let's just say head of HR, and you're creating an offer that then, you know, employees at a company take, this is going to be a really important live stream for you. We want to talk today about what situations are they the same person and when are they different? In a B2B situation, I'm sorry, in a B2C situation where you're selling direct direct to consumer, such as like an online course or a membership or even a group coaching program, you're selling B2C, direct to consumer. So your buyer and your learner are the same person. But if you're selling B2B directly to a corporate client, this is very important and they will be different people. Don't make this mistake of thinking in a B2B situation that your client is the same person as your learner. They're not. So they're going to have different pain points, different desires, different issues, different challenges. So you do want to be clear on who you're talking to because the messaging absolutely matters. You have to have a clear plan to talk to your buyer with more marketing style messaging. And then you need to have clear information for your learner to market to them internally and get them excited about the course, why it matters to them, what's in it for them, and to encourage them from a marketing perspective to keep going through the content. So the messaging does matter. And you want to think about this up front. If you don't know me, 
I'm Manya. I'm at heart a teacher. I've spent a lot of time as a corporate trainer and a freelance curriculum designer and a learning experience consultant. But more recently, in the last couple of years, you'll see me online writing articles here on LinkedIn with my podcast, Your Greatest Work, and with some awesome upcoming speaking engagements, specifically the Women Thrive Summit coming up. And I'm speaking at a food safety conference at the end of November, which is really exciting, helping them bring training out of the 90s, leveraging really cool technologies um, that are available for food safety training. Yeah, so I help entrepreneurs create online learning that gives great satisfaction for the learners, it drives engagement, and it gets results for you as the business owner and also for your students, because that's what we're doing this for, right? It's to drive transformation at our client or at our student level. And that's the part that I like to focus on. If you don't already have a course, but you know that you want to create a learning offer, something that's a bit more scalable for your business, perhaps even leveraging a licensing model, which is ultra passive, what would life look like? Would you be able to spend more time with family, more time traveling, more time to yourself? Many of us who are in this space of creating online courses and content, this is ultimately our goal. It's for time freedom. It's freedom of finances and freedom of location. And all of these things are possible when you add this new revenue stream to your business. Creating and launching a course doesn't need to be intimidating. It is a lot of work. Do not gloss over the amount of work and time that it does take. But it is a fantastic way to get your expertise into the hands of many, many more people without sacrificing your time and schedule. Before I had created an online course, I was mainly a service provider. And since I've created Your Greatest Work, which is a special course that's available in partnership with business coaches and sales coaches, I didn't have a product that I was selling. Are you ready to create a product, something perhaps that you can sell to a corporate client or something that you can prepare to sell directly to consumers through your own website? Let's talk a little bit more about that. We're on this journey together and I'm going to be launching a group program in the spring. More details to come on that. But if you want accountability and you want a group cheering you on and holding you accountable, Perk your ears up and stay tuned. I'm going to be dripping that information very soon. Okay, let's get to the task on hand. Why should you clarify buyer versus learner? Well, for one, they may not be the same person. We talked a little bit five minutes ago about what instances would you have a different person. So if you are selling, let's just say you have a company like L'Oreal and you are creating training, um, maybe diversity, equity, inclusion training, and that's going to be aimed at you know some level of managers, who are you going to be selling your learning to? Well, that is going to be a person perhaps like a head of HR or a chief people officer or a learning officer. And so you would be seeking out this corporate client as your buyer, and this is not the same person as your learner. Your learners are going to be the end users, and that's a very different person. But let's flip it to the scenario of directly to consumer, B to C. So let's just say you're creating diversity, equity, inclusion training that you want available for anyone on the internet to buy. That is going to be a completely different approach because your buyer is actually the same person as your learner, and they're going to have more closely aligned goals and desires and outcomes than your buyer 
versus learner in a B2B situation. And ultimately, your messaging is going to be different. Your messaging will be impacted and your business model needs to know this information. Hey, this is my friend, Daryl. <laughs> I used his picture here. What does the buyer care about? He looks like a corporate buyer, doesn't he? Well, a buyer cares a lot about their own business goals. So who are they? You need to know who is the buyer that you're targeting. This could be somebody in HR. It could be somebody in um, a learning department. It could be someone in a sales department if you sell sales training. You need to start to understand, and you may already know this, but who is your buyer? Do you have a list of these prospects? What do they need? What do they want? What are their desires? What are their business results that they're trying to drive? And usually that's where it starts. It starts at Daryl here. He's got a goal. Okay, I need my staff to know this or I need them to improve certain metrics in the business. And he might start to be thinking, oh, like, how am I going to solve this problem? Training might be a solution. And so he's the perfect guy who's primed to buy the solution that you're offering, which might be training for his employees. So he cares about things that are affecting his business results, the employee retention or employee turnover or engagement. He's caring about the success of his team. But ultimately, you know, these do come back to what does Daryl himself want? He might want to sleep better. He want, might want to feel more confident knowing that his staff has all the training they need and he's not going to be, you know, leaving them unskilled in certain areas. So you need to think very clearly, what does the buyer care about? Where do you find this buyer? You might already have corporate clients who you are doing perhaps workshops with or you are already doing consulting for. So you might already have a list of your prospects and where you're finding this buyer. If not, that's a, a little bit deeper topic. But you might also be thinking about creating a new revenue stream that's you know running alongside or maybe you're thinking about targeting a different type of audience perhaps you're already in corporate and you want to now maybe sell your offer straight to um consumers that are actually the learner too so i've seen this with some um colleagues and some of my network where they might offer coaching in a corporate setting but then they also find some of the individuals they coach want to hire them outside of the workplace as a one-on-one -on -one coach so you're in this dual role of a B2C consultant and trainer, but then now you're stepping outside and you're taking these same people into a B2B type coaching model. All right, so what do those learners care about? Now we put them into learner slash buyer. They're the same person. What do they need? What outcomes do they have? And what is the point of this learning? They want to know what kind of a result am I going to get? after taking this course or working with this coach or engaging in this training. So when the learner and the buyer are the same person in a B2C situation, you need to direct your messaging on what do you need? What are your desires? Maybe what fears do you have that you're trying to avoid? And what outcomes do you want? What's the point of this learning? Is it going to get me the results that I want? So your messaging is much more focused on the benefits of your learning and what it's going to get for that learner. What's in it for me? Those are the things that are going to compel your consumer to buy. So it's a slightly different approach and thought process um, than in the B2B market. 
So you're going to need to create a strategic messaging plan for the buyer, whomever they are. And that messaging plan might be targeted at a corporate buyer, like a head of HR, or it might be targeted at your direct consumer. And I just wanted to point out in this situation that these are different people in different situations, depending on the business model that you've created your training around or your learning offer around. I have created a little worksheet. Um, Thank you for sticking around. And if you would like to download that, I'm going to give you the link here in a second. But I just want you to know that you don't have to come up with these ideas and these plans alone. I would love to continue helping you develop this journey out until you have a clear plan on the business model, who you're selling it to, and also the content strategy. I want to help you create that learning plan. Do you want to keep moving forward on your own? I mean, it's totally possible. Often I find more questions keep coming up. And you can run the risk of letting that confusion hold you in your tracks and hold you where you are. You can run the risk of being in the same place next year with no course. Maybe you've purchased courses, you've taken time, you've tried making it on your own, you're wasting time and money. So I would really encourage you just to reach out for a call and don't be offended if you can't do this on your own or you can't make it on your own. Don't be offended by that because people like myself have spent our entire career working on creating learning that is based on adult learning science and that works for people and that gets transformation. So don't be offended if you've been dreaming about this and wanting to do and it hasn't really been working on your own. I'm going to be showing up here live again for another number of weeks each Monday at 1 p.m. But please do download the worksheet that I have for you. It is at boostld.com slash livestream underscore worksheet. Again, that's boostld.com slash livestream underscore worksheet. And I've got a little worksheet there. I'm going to give you um, a little demo of it. I'm going to switch and show you the worksheet that I created. So it's just a little PDF where I'd like you to write down who is the buyer in your situation. Is it the same as the learner or is it different? And then start to craft what outcomes do they want? So what matters to your buyer? What matters to your learner? And what is going to make them engage in your content? Again, it's going to be different for your buyer versus your learner. But this is going to start the ball rolling and start your thinking so that you can prepare a sales plan and a learning plan. And again, if you want help, please don't hesitate to reach out. I have um, free discovery calls. And um, so I would love for you to connect. You can find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, or by emailing me Horner at boostld.com. I hope you have a great day. Thanks for sticking around. Thank you for listening. Please share, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and better yet, connect on social media. It can feel really isolating talking into this mic. It's tough for an extrovert like me. So please send me a message and let me know what you think of the show. I welcome feedback and ideas because I too am always learning from you. Thank you.